Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Managing Editor, Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. It is November 27th. Time for your SmackDown Live review. Also, listen, your boy, 100, November 28th, 3 p.m. Eastern. We got big surprises in store. Melissa still wants to fight me. I don't want to do it. I've devoted to making it the worst fight ever if it happens. We're going to tell the story of why we don't have a guest. Yeah. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. This show brought to you by FightfulSelect.com. That is the most direct way you can support Fightful.com and what we're doing here. Uh, new things that go that have went up on Fightful Select right now. Uh, behind the scenes, another audio blooper for me and Jimmy. You can submit questions for an upcoming interview that I have. The Russo reveals on the Tier 2, the original plans for test. And Vince explaining why he wanted to write for Big Cass. Early access to retro ratings. All kinds of neat stuff going up there this week. Alex, we got SmackDown Live. And it was a, I won't say it was like a great show or anything, but significantly better than WWE Raw this week. Uh, yeah, that's that's about the lowest bar to clear in the history of Anything, well, WWE but WWE doesn't just set the bar. They, did they, they remove the bar, yes. throw it into a vat of piss, yeah. and yeah. then you know th- th- that's the way it goes. Right. No, Let's it, go. It's, it was it was much much better than last night, while also not being particularly great. <laughs> it, indeed. Reminder, guys, check out Listen, Your Boy live at three p.m. Eastern. It is going to be a fun time. We're doing giveaways. We're gonna be doing a lot of giveaways soon. You might as well go ahead and follow at Fightful Online on Twitter. Lots of cool stuff. So Paige brings out Becky Lynch at the top of this show who says she's not sitting on the sidelines anymore. There was some legitimate surprise from those within WWE that Becky Lynch was back so quick. Not that she didn't want to be back or anything like that, just that she was able to get back that quick. And that is a big positive note because there are a lot of question marks surrounding that anytime you get a concussion. You might be like Becky Lynch and have your match advertised two weeks later, or you might be in the Alexa Bliss boat where you're, acting raw women's GM. Not yeah. a bad gig if you can get it either. No, uh certainly not. 
Um, but yeah, I, I was apprehensive when they were like, hey, Becky Lynch will appear on SmackDown. And I was like, yeah. that sounds like code for something horrible. Like the doctors say the face isn't going to heal for six weeks or something like that. You know, like the face, especially the, the face, uh, whatever. Um, or, you know, she's still in concussion protocols and she's not passing the tests. Like they wouldn't say that, but that would be co- come out as the reason why I'm so happy. None of that is true. Uh, I've missed Becky. She's been gone from my TV for exactly a week and it feels like months. Um, I'm so happy. She's back. She's, phenomenal she she says she's the hottest thing in the business and she is so how dumb do you think the announcers feel having to say broken face um pretty dumb i mean no dumber than having to say some of the other stuff that vince makes him say on a weekly basis that's true you know what they say face the pain no escape can you step to this Mm. as the iconic ufc theme that hasn't gotten old at all says Becky Lynch says that she's not sitting on the sidelines anymore. She wants to address the person that she picked to beat Ronda Rousey. She brings out Charlotte Flair and tells Charlotte that she had to channel Becky to bring aggression out of her. Charlotte says she's just being herself, but it really seems so phony. Yeah. It just and maybe that's by design that it that it is to seem phony. Alex. Yeah. Um uh I mean, Charlotte is is a flair. And while flair was the dirtiest player in the game, I don't remember a lot of kendo stick and chair beatdowns one-on-one on on a guy. Hey, brother, you didn't watch WWE ECW then. (laughs) I guess I didn't. (laughs) Because he was one of the – when they were trying to establish that brand, they they brought him on there to to show up and compete. Yeah. So (laughs) – Becky says that Charlotte went from copying her old man to copying the man. Yes. A line that I loved, and apparently Charlotte learned or loved it as well because she repeated the same goddamn thing. Yeah. Only about Becky, to which Becky said, I just said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Um, I, I, I did love the tenor of this entire uh, uh, back and forth promo. Um whether or not we believe any of the things that Charlotte says, I, I I love that they started this thing right right away. That like on social media on the night of Survivor Series, Becky's like, "Hey, not bad." Um, was that was that me out there in a in a blonde wig? Like she was just really just talking crap about uh, yeah. Charlotte from the very beginning, and I love that they just let that go as the through line all its night and beyond. Yeah, which lends a little more credence to your. Um suspicion that that was a more personal friendly hug yeah. that they shared ahead of survivor series. Yeah. So yeah, Paige honestly, Ma- I wonder at, at that moment before survivor series, if Becky really didn't know how long she would be out and yes. how, you know, like at that point, like she was scared, like, and she, Hey, like do this for me. I'm really sorry. I, I want to be out there myself. I don't know. I'm scared of what this means for my career, but tonight she's like, Oh, everything's fine. Oh, I'm back to being the biggest bitch. I love it. So Paige says that they're going to square off. Had to keep them from fighting in the ring. And Paige announces a TLC match between the two uh, for the title at TLC. So very cool. We get a women's TLC match, but that's not it. Absolution, Iconics, and Zelina come out. Mandy Rose says that any of them could have beaten up Ronda the same way, but Paige is giving all the chances to her PCB friends. I like the callback there. 
Yeah, that's great. Uh, I also love that it's it just hangs there, and people who weren't watching two, three years ago are like, what is that? And people who maybe are watching with them, they go, oh, there was this thing for a while where they like split all the women into like groups. And but most they, of the people who are watching that said, ah, damn, I blocked that one out. Yeah, well, that's true. I, I, I honestly wish that she, that Mandy had called them the submission sorority. Like they wanted to be called until they realized, oh, don't Google that. Because there's a series to, of films. After Twilight, they had to name everything Team Whatever. Yeah. And it's like, ah, Vince figured it out. Vince yeah. heard about Team Edward and Team Jacob. And now yeah. everything's got to be a team. 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 And then by then that was that was well over. But uh you can pretty much guess what's where this is going. Naomi comes out and boy does she have a lame rhyme. Yeah. Lame. She's out there with Carmella, Asuka, and Lana. Asuka gets huge chance. And Becky says that she would slap the head off of all the dopes out there, which <laughs> was perfect. Paige says that all these women do um, deserve an opportunity, and they'll be added to a battle royal at the end of the night. The winner will be added to the TLC match. Pretty solid way to add stakes. A hot crowd for this show early on. For the reactions from this promo, Alex, very good stuff. You know, the, the, the promo was great. I think all people were super excited that Becky was back and she's okay. And we, we and and honestly, this this feud between this Charlotte and this Becky, when they instead of it felt like they were trying so hard before with the with the Charlotte, like, how dare you ruin our friendship, Becky? Why, why would you do this? All I all I did was steal your moment. Like all yeah. that crap didn't feel right. This feels right. Like, which one of us is bad enough to take down Ronda Rousey? Is it me? Is it you? That kind of thing, that real professional rivalry, that feels real. And it, it was really getting a lot of res- uh, response. The the addition of the third person, um, I'm of, 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 I'm a, I am of mixed minds on that because I kind of just want to see these two women go at it in a TLC match be, because I feel like it's the perfect way to blow, blow off everything adding a third person while we find out who it is and that could make the match amazing kind of muddies the waters on this actual feud between Charlotte and Becky. Well, we'll talk more about that uh, momentarily, but I, I like the opening segment, all things considered. There were some cheesy moments in that, but when you have anybody scripting the promos, it's going to happen like that. Yeah. The Usos defeated the bar. And before this, we learn of surprise, a big show turn, Alex. Yeah. I, I was wondering if he was like, okay, uh, I'm good to, to get back on the road for like three weeks tops. And then I, then I'm out and they're like, okay, great. Well, you'll come back. You'll, you'll turn and then you'll turn again and you'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I love Cesaro's in ring work, but for everybody that's like, man, world title, universal title material. I'll point to this promo. And him going straight 1980s Jim Cornette, poking the finger, pulling the suspender, and slapping it up against Big Show. I was like, that's not the way – that doesn't lead well today. And Big Show cracked him in the face immediately. So Cesaro distracts the ref in the ring, allowing Sheamus to attack Jey Uso. I do love the bar's double clothesline where they essentially embrace and catch guys with their biceps. Uh, the Uso tributes to Roman Reigns are very great. They they integrate into the matches. I still want that trio. The highlight of the match to me was Cesaro countering the Uso crazy dive with a European uppercut. 
Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Jimmy and Jay take over with super kicks, but Cesaro knocks one off the top rope, uh, and the other one eats Sheamus' knees. But the Usos still pin the tag team champions with their finishes. I half expect Big Show to show up on a Titantron and piss on a robe next week. It seems like <laughs> familiar booking to me. <laughs> I'm 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 super down for a real match. Not like, hey, we're doing this on SmackDown. We got to hold back because we're going to do this on the pay-per-view. Like, Usos versus The Bar could be, like, excellent. So this I'm, was I'm still looking, good. This was still, this was, this was still good. But but you you know these guys are saving their big tricks for the sure. big match. And I can't wait for that. So earlier in the night, or earlier in the day, they had announced The Bar's open challenge. But they did it after they announced that the Usos would be facing the bar. <laughs> yeah. These yeah. are some of the things that Alex may not get to see as he's not on the news cycle as he no, was when he was. Uh, exactly. Yeah, but that no. was, that was, that, that's why our shows are maybe a little bit shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Alex doesn't deal with the news grind and see all this stuff. Yeah. But I'll, I'll see this stuff in the chat because, you know, primarily Jeremy and Andrew do a lot of the standard news writing while I do the videos and I'm working on projects and, and I'll see something like that. It's like Usos versus bar tonight. And then it's like, Us- or Seamus and Cesaro make an open challenge. And I say, what did they get booked? And they say, no, we want to make an open challenge. Cause if so, that's kind of funny heel stuff. That would have yeah. been interesting, but that's not what happened at all. No, nope. Somebody got their wires crossed. Two people um, managing the social media feud feed didn't realize which one was supposed to be out there or not. They changed the product program at the last minute. Sure did. AJ Styles comes out and basically says that the target on his back is now on his balls. He didn't yeah. say that, but I mean, that's what Basic, he said. That's basically what he said. And I'm cool with it because he's not lying. He's telling no. the truth. The yep. target is on his balls to the point to where he couldn't be at Survivor Series or SmackDown. Right. No, he, and, he, he was icing his junk. Yeah. For like three weeks. Got to ice that junk down, man. You got a cage match against the Mojo at Starcade. By the way, the full review over is over in the, the live chat. Or not the live chat, the uh, YouTube page. Uh, the live chat is popping right now, though. So go over there, join that. Leave us a thumbs up and subscribe if you all don't mind. WWE is back to making the wrestlers throw to videos, Alex. This is happening yeah. a lot lately. These it's, it's funny because so many of the tropes that we would tackle were gone and they got rid of them and it's like oh neat they're they're not having throw to videos anymore they're not making the baby face come out and just whine and bitch into a microphone unprompted they made aj styles do both of these things tonight yeah i'm wondering how much of that also is kind of like well it we're we're building to mania and then we're building to SummerSlam. money the bank's in there let's get all this good stuff out there now they're like crap it's the fall it's like december now uh, just have them throw a video package. I'm tired. Like, as it feels lazy, and we all we know this is like the lazy part of the year for, for WWE. So maybe that's part of it. But it 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 looks really bad in comparison to w- when they're not doing it. So have them not do it instead. And and I don't like that because Survivor Series is such an easy way to set up a singles match with people down the line. You eliminated me. Let's I, let's fight about it. I and I always feel like we 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 can get that from Survivor Series, and we never do. And I always feel like we should get 
at least two, maybe three or four matches and, and feuds out of the Royal Rumble of who eliminates who. And we used to get that all the time. Now we never get that. Like, I, I wonder why the Elimination Chamber, I get it, it's because it's its own pay-per-view, but like I've said a million times, it doesn't make sense to do that in February as yeah. they as they often do. It, I mean, it is an elimination match. It is a survival match. Yeah. Why is that not your, your November staple? I mean, it was initially right. a Survivor Series pay-per-view. Tell me how it makes sense to have six or five guys competing for a world title the month after you had to go through 30 people to compete for a world title. That was, it, it bastardizes the Royal Rumble even more than the fact that the Royal Rumble isn't ever the main event match for WrestleMania anymore. Right. It's, it's wild. I mean, man. The, the, the thing they could do is make that, that match at Mania a triple threat. And the champ is in it, and the winner of the Royal Rumble is in it, and the winner of the Elimination Chamber match is in it, and the guys who are in the Elimination Chamber match are the last guys standing besides the winner of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like they could they could do something like that, but they're never gonna it's just gonna be like, hey, another big match. Tune in and watch. Well to me the way to make it go, I mean there the, as good as Survivor Series can be, and you can still have those great five on five elimination matches, you got the Rumble in January. You got WrestleMania roughly March, April. You've got money in the bank a couple months later at, in June. That's that's a big Big event for them now. You've got SummerSlam in August. Then you have a lull, and Survivor Series is becoming a part of that lull. Yeah. As opposed to a part, like you throw an Elimination Chamber on there, you you make it an attraction along with those barn burner five-on-five matches. The, ah, reason, the reason that Survivor Series is part of that lull is because after, after SummerSlam, we get September going nowhere, October going nowhere, and then two and a half weeks of brand supremacy. And then immediately after Survivor Series, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, it's, it just it feels false. Well, Styles wants to fight tonight, but Daniel Bryan isn't there. Wasn't there on live events. Didn't take any time off is what uh, AJ said, or at least he didn't while he was champion. Right. But Daniel Bryan is, as he's taking a tip from Brock Lesnar over on Raw. Yep. How do you think this plays? I mean, I did issue a report last week that AJ's looking for a reduced schedule, and he is. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean, I think that. Gosh, I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird deal that they, the company insists on making Brock the most important member of their most important show by putting the title on him over and over again, or never taking it off him, and also insists on playing the. Don't be like Brock Lesnar, lazy guy who never shows up card. Like, it's a weird dichotomy. Do you think AJ Styles' balls are a reason why he's looking for a reduced schedule? Could be. Well, let me tell you what, guys. If your balls are a reason that you're looking for a reduced schedule, just put a halt to that right now because BlueChew.com and that code Fightful will get you going. You'll be at every live event. You'll be at every pay-per-view. I mean, I if that's your thing, I don't I don't know what what the what the sites are doing these days, but you'll be there. You'll be good to go. You don't got to take weekends off. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed or wherever you want. Doesn't matter where the target is, you'll be acquiring a few targets of your own if you know what I'm saying. 
That's bluechew.com. Like the color blue. Brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, but they work much faster because they're chewable. You can take them anytime you want. How about this? They're cheaper, too. They prepare and ship direct. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You, you don't have to sit in line at a pharmacy. You don't have to do any of that. Ship straight to your door in a discreet package. Your mailman's not going to be all up in your business while you're up in somebody else's business. You can get that first shipment free. Alex, did you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Free. Free. You just got to use that code FIGHTFUL. Free? As in, as, in, as in no money? None. No money. I don't know how they're doing it. That I don't know how sense. we're doing it. I don't know how... Are they how are they are they just paying you in blue chew? Well, let me tell you, they they've sent me plenty, and that is not a joke. They have sent me a, a lot of it, a, a lot. And one day it will become uh, it. I will like bathe myself in it on the air. I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure you are. We're supposed to get Rusev versus Nakamura, but Nakamura attacks Rusev from behind instead. Rusev gets hit with a Kinshasa outside the ring. So uh, there's there's been a lot of talk about WDB just booking heat over and over and over and over yeah. and over again. And it, it does happen a lot, especially yeah. when they're real goddamn lazy. And this was lazy. Yeah. Yeah, the the thing, I, I, I mean, I called for uh, Shinsuke to get the U.S. title uh, when he did, I mean, like ahead of time, I was like, after he had all those matches with with uh, AJ and couldn't beat him, I was like, just dropped Shinsuke down the card, uh, have him take the US title off of Jeff, and then he can have a bunch of really cool matches with a bunch of different contenders. Uh, they did the first two things, and then they had him have no matches ever. And then he had a great match with Seth Rollins that is a one and done, doesn't matter beyond. And now he's like, okay, I'm going to have this thing with, with Rusev, but just kidding, I'm not going to have a match. Um, and it just it just makes it feel like they don't know. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What to do with not only Shinsuke, but I mean, look, look at Rusev. Like him and Aiden English got stratospherically over on their own. They broke them up and you thought, oh, yeah. here, we're going to do this thing. It's going to be a feud. We're going to move these guys on to something new. Aiden English hasn't been seen since he lost a, a match to, to Rusev on a SmackDown, I believe. For, for the, was it in the tournament? Yeah, it might have been. It was Maybe. like, it was nothing. And then Rusev is occasionally on TV, not really. And 
finally, listen, if you get you give me babyface Rusev versus Nakamura, and you give me a a because Rusev, as he has says, is greatest US champion in history. Um, if you give me babyface Rusev as US champion, where he comes out like waving the, the flag and everything and just like super, super naturalized citizen uh, Bulgarian guy like wearing tracksuits made out of the flag and crap. I- I'll I'll take that for the rest of the winter. That'd be fun. All day and night, they promoted the Jeff Hardy 20th anniversary. It's more like his 25th, although I, I get it. It's when he signed his contract, but he was on Raw in spring of 94 against Razor Ramon and the One Two Three Kid. Yeah, when he was 17 years old. Like, he's been doing this a long damn time. A very long time. I mean, you look at it, and, and it's weird to think that he and Sheamus are, I think, the same age, roughly. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, Sheamus is 40 right now, and Jeff is right at that, I believe. He's, he's yeah. either 40 or 41. He just turned 41, I think. Wow. We get a really nice video package about him, and the way that Jeff Hardy acts after this is, Real and genuine, and I like this. He, yes. It's really him. He does the delete chant, says that he's not retiring, and is interrupted by Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon tries to stop him, but Jeff says, no, no, it's okay. And Joe just says, congratulations, but having a bottle of champagne around Hardy wasn't a good idea. Yeah. It's a good reaction. Yeah. <laughs> by no, that, no. I mean, it gets the, oh, no, you didn't yeah, reaction. It's a... It's, uh... Yeah, I I, I I I thought that was interesting. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna give a promo like this to anybody, you give it to Samoa Joe because he can handle it. He can make it really stick, and also not go too far with it because this this is some some interesting ground to tread. Yes. Um, I like that they're not shying away from it, but you you can you can step on some real toes here because you know this is real life that we're dealing with, not kayfabe stuff. So this is interesting, Grand Trevor. I, I did love the idea of Samoa Joe being like cut off by Shane and being like, "What? I can't tell the truth." We all know this is the, this is the truth, and it's true. We all do know it, but we like yeah. to kind of forget about it. The fact that they're saying, "No, don't forget about it. Remember it," is an interesting tack to take, and I'm looking forward to see what they go with it. Another good line was Joe saying that it's good that they put together that video package because Jeff Hardy likely wasn't coherent for many of those moments. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I I also thought it was interesting that he and and Joe have a very long history together, not from WWE but from TNA, where half of those twenty years were spent. Oh yeah, like it's uh, interesting that, that they like it's twenty years since he's been in in since he started in the WWE, but not twenty years of being in the WWE because that is not correct. Oh yeah, they they had several matches in TNA. I mean, my God, like. Yeah, I, I, they've worked together probably nearly forty times. Yeah, between WWE and Impact Wrestling. So, well, what's up with the roster? Are they just a bunch of puds, pud wax? What, what are they doing? Sitting on? Is everybody standing there watching Samoa Joe drag it's, out the dirty laundry? This is one of those things that that is is weird. Like we like a we want to have the whole roster out there, including the cruiserweights. To like stand out there and, and applaud Jeff Hardy on this amazing accomplishment. A. B, we want Samoa Joe to come out there and completely like hit uh Hardy with all these verbal low blows, like stuff that you should not bring up in this moment. Yeah. A and B don't go together. Like 
if A is happening, at least one of those guys besides Shane should have a problem with it and at least vocalize that, if not get, get in Samoa Joe's face. But we still have A and B need to happen, and those two things shouldn't mingle. So let's just keep them separate. But it, it did feel odd. Oh, it sure did. It sure did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so backstage, we see New Day trolling The Miz about his tag match with Shane McMahon last week. This yeah. is one of my favorite parts of the show was Miz and Shane McMahon. Miz says that Survivor, or New Day Survivor Series match didn't even count, which I liked because they mm-hmm. took offense to that. And Miz says that they are mar- mariners, which I can't spell out like that because it spells out mariner. Right, yeah. And they are not from Seattle. They no. do not play at Safeco Field. No. But it is revealed that Big E is actually a mariner. Yeah. <laughs> are you a mariner? I am not a mariner. Man. Well, Big E is uh, is in fact a mariner, but he's not the one facing the Miz tonight as Miz got Shane McMahon to set up this match. He's facing Kofi Kingston. They have had 197 matches together. Oh, my God. 67 one-on-one, 20 on TV. Wow. <laughs> Over their years. And this is a play the hits match. It's fine. Kofi almost gets a win with an SOS. Miz gets a nice DDT and drop kick Xavier, which gets a funny reaction. And then Kofi capitalizes on the distraction to get trouble in paradise for the win. The story isn't the match, though. No. This is Kofi Kingston getting a win and the Miz having a reason to go backstage to talk to Shane McMahon. But, but what do you think of the match? Match is fine. Like you said, play the hits. These guys know each other really, really well, as they would if they had wrestled that many times in their careers. Um, Miz is great. He's very, very good at being a heel. And I don't want to lose that about him, but I also can't wait for him to be the baby face in a match with Daniel Bryan on TV. <laughs> I just can't wait for it. Yes. So the Miz isn't happy that Shane McMahon didn't come and help him because Shane McMahon is supposed to be his tag team partner now, Alex. Right. Shane denies that they are a tag partner, but the Miz, who has given some of the dumbest shit ever to relay... Makes it very good. Makes it very entertaining. He spins shit into gold on a weekly basis. They're (laughs) like, I I don't know. I don't know whose idea it was to be like, okay, no. What this is, is the trophy is your kid. And you guys are trying to make it work because you have a kid now. Um, And Shane doesn't want to make it work. And it's your job, The Miz, to, to get him to shape up and be a father to your child. Um. That's stupid, but the Miz doesn't make it stupid. He makes it amazing, um, and I I'm I, I love this guy. I think he's he's great. This is one of those things. Like I feel like the Miz is going to wind up at like twenty years in the business for WWE, and every day of that will be spent working for the WWE, and that's kind of amazing because of oh yeah the perception of what he was when he started, and now as you know basically the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. He says that he at first he takes a look at the World Cup trophy. Yeah. And he says that this bonds Shane or binds Shane McMahon and himself because Miz got them to the finals. Shane McMahon won it. And yeah. instead of taking all the credit or blaming Shane, he says, No, this ties us together. This is our child. And yeah. you need to be a better parent because we can be better parents. 
Did you ever watch The Real World when he was on it? Uh, I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of clips of it. I did. I was not, not a real world watcher at the time. Not a strong cast. Nah. Not a strong cast outside of of Miz and Coral Smith, essentially, uh, who who often would would do battle on the show, essentially. So I mean, he had to spend some shit into gold for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, a funny coincidence. One of his castmates was named Kevin Dunn. Interesting. Yeah. The the irony. The odd. Yeah. So, Randy Orton comes out to explain his attack on Rey Mysterio, as if I give a shit. Yeah. He says that he wasn't attacking Rey's heritage. He just wanted to show Rey his place. So, Rey comes out and attacks Orton, but he grabs this chair. And I, let me just say, I'm known to be thrifty on mm-hmm. Listen Your Boy. He was not thrifty with his time. No. He was a gigantic waste. Of time, literally and figuratively. He's like, hey, I got this chair. Look at this chair. Hey, have you all seen this chair? I have it. Should I use it? What's he... What is the character of Rey Mysterio thinking? I know what the guy is probably thinking. Let me kill a few seconds. It it used to be that, like, back back in the day, because Rey's been around for a very long time as well, that the babyface couldn't use the chair he could threaten to use the chair but using the chair would make you a heel yeah so so he would like he would show the show the chair to the crowd what do you think should i give it to him and the crowd be like yeah do it like no i probably shouldn't yeah you should though oh well i'm gonna think better of it oh no the chair was taken from me and now it's being used on me it happened all the time in the 80s and 90s and even early 2000s. Not so much anymore, but I feel like Ray was doing a little throwback move there. And Orton whips his ass accordingly. Yeah, yeah. Accordingly. And do I feel bad about it from a character standpoint? Hell no. no Ray just... Mysterio had it coming. You want to know why? He was irresponsible and he was stupid. But you know what? You don't have to be irresponsible or stupid. You can be financially responsible. There are thousands of financial blogs and websites out there, but how do you know what information to trust? Well, first off, you listen to me. <laughs> Second off, you go to onyourown.org slash Fightful. It is a free personal finance blog that provides unbiased info that anyone can understand, even me. Whether you're starting out in the real world or just looking for a new beginning, onyourown.org slash Fightful will be there as a helpful guide and your biggest supporter. On Your Own blog articles are written by personal finance experts from the National Endowment for Financial Education. The NEFE is the leading nonprofit national foundation dedicated to inspiring empowered financial decision-making for individuals and families. OnYourOwn.org slash Fightful covers a wide range of topics, including how to choose a credit card, how to start investing, and even what to do if your identity is stolen. You know, kind of like how Melissa stole my identity on Twitter for several months and posted my picture as her Twitter avatar. Onyourown.org slash Fightful is the greatest place to go because it's all free, my friends. No ulterior motives to get you there. Not selling you anything. It's all free. Onyourown.org slash Main event time, top contender battle royal. Asuka emerges victorious. 
Alex, I like this battle royal. Yeah, um, this this was a perfectly coherent uh, women's battle royal with a great final two, if not the final few. Um, it it stayed away from a lot of the women's battle royal hijinks of like you know, oh whoopsie daisy, I slipped and fell. Yeah. Like it, like they didn't have any of that stuff. Um, so I'm I'm glad about that. And it, the right person won, so that's always good. Oscar's yeah. been getting great reactions. Now I mentioned on Twitter, there's there's no shame in elevating a ring or lowering a top rope or the ropes in general a couple inches. Women are biologically shorter by and large than men. And they have to go over the top rope. So every time you do it, you got to set up a spot where they end up on the apron. That gets really redundant. You can only do so much. Now, granted, in this, it was good. But, man, make it easier on these girls. There's no shame in it. It happens. So uh, I just want to say Billy Kay is pound for pound one of the top five most hilarious wrestlers in WWE. Yes. He is consistently funny. Zelina Vega gets eliminated by Lana but attacks her anyway. I imagine we'll get a good uh, Andrade, Almas, and Zelina versus Rusev and Lana Listen, match on this. Anything to get Andrade, Cien, Almas back on my television on Tuesdays. Be- I mean, seriously, where the hell's that guy been? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Iconics eliminate Lana after the commercial break. Asuka eliminates both of them with her ass. Carmella lands a big super kick on Asuka. Then Mandy gets a big knee to the face. That bicycle knee is something special. It's great, yeah. There are a great series of eliminations where Naomi and uh, and Mandy end up on the apron. Naomi does these splits and ends up posting Mandy, who falls off the apron. And then, in a bit of a surprise, Sonya eliminates Naomi. Mm-hmm. And it's down to Asuka and uh, Sonya Deville. These yeah. two girls work real well together, Alex. They, yeah, they do. They really do. Um, I think that there, there's, a, there's an alternate NXT history where Asuka's in NXT for a little while longer and has a match versus Sonya Deville down there. Um, I think that would have been a lot of fun uh, to see how these girls work uh, when when they have all that time at the PC to throw in together a one-on-one match. Um, I, I, I thought this was really good. I will say uh, that, that the ending was remarkably similar to the ending of the Royal Rumble that Asuka yeah, won, right. where, where she wound up on on the apron uh, versus Nikki Bella uh, on the hard cam side, um, it was actually was actually on the left side of the screen as well. In that in that it was almost a carbon copy of of the way she won the the, the Royal Rumble. Which maybe that's just how Oscar's going to win all all battle royals and Royal Rumbles. Is, by, is that that's her finishing move in uh, in a Royal Rumble. These kick exchanges were real good, and I've been bagging for, uh, even if they don't do more with Sonya Deville, to at least let her work in the ring, let her do that, because she is, for all the people who who are giving credit about where they are for their experience level, Sonya Deville should be up there. She is way better than a lot of people even four years in. I mean, she's, my gosh, she will be four years in, uh, starting in, in roughly January from Tough Enough, but she has been really good. There aren't much of there isn't much of anything that I look at from her offense and say, "Oh, that looks bad," or her defense, really, her her selling anything like that. Sonya and Oscar kick each other on the apron. Mandy tried to help Sonya win, but it didn't work. They had the most bipolar 
friendship. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those deals. I mean, that honestly, I don't know if they're trying to tell a story that they have a bipolar friendship or is it the same thing as Dana Brooke teams with Sasha and Bailey on the network on Sunday fights against Sasha on Bailey on, on raw on Monday. Is it one of those things? Cause I honestly don't know. Oscar gets the win with the hip toss knee fun battle Royal. Love the choice of the last two like adding Oscar based on the reactions that she's gotten almost out of nowhere, similar to Becky. Becky started to get those reactions out of nowhere. Yeah. Good. Insert the hot hand, put her in this match. I know Alex, you had some concerns that this may lead to, it's a way to get the belt off of Becky without her losing it. But Hey, if she's going to lose it, I'd rather it be that way. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, me too. It just, it feels like an artificial way of like, we never really planned on Becky having this thing. Like, I think that they, they thought they were going to do Charlotte gets put in that match at, at, at SummerSlam wins by, by hitting their finisher on Becky. Becky comes out on Tuesday, does the you people promo. We all boo Becky. And then Becky gets, gets, has a feud with Charlotte for a while, but never gets the title. And Charlotte is still champion to this day. Like, I feel like that was plan a, and then the whole thing went crazy because Becky was the most over thing ever. Um, so I still think they really want Charlotte to have the title and they're trying yeah. to figure out ways to maneuver back to having that be a thing without inciting a riot among all the fans of Becky who want her to keep that title in perpetuity forever. A pretty solid SmackDown. I love the stuff with Miz and Shane McMahon. I liked seeing Becky back. I liked uh, the the main event. I like inserting Asuka in that. There's some really pointless stuff too. Uh, the, the Jeff Hardy thing was a way, cheap way to start a feud and okay, whatever. Fine. Yeah, there, anytime you have a Randy Orton explains his actions promo, yeah. that's just dead air to me. Reminder, this week on FightfulSelect.com, our premium service, guys, Mr. Warren Hayes has the 205 Live NXT review. He'll be doing a separate NXT UK podcast, I think, Saturday. Uh, you can see last week's edition of that show for free on Fightful.com and our YouTube channel, podcast platforms everywhere. This is the first week of Steven Jensen doing the Weekender podcast. I'll have uh, some special stuff added to Fightful to replace the the uh, weekly where I'll be talking about that a little bit earlier. That way you all get to jump on that in podcast form as well. So look out for that if you are a subscriber to Fightful Select. Lots of cool stuff up there. Make sure to visit our, our great sponsors at onyourown.org slash Fightful. And of course, at GetBlueChew on Twitter. Let them know that you heard about them from us. That, that keeps them invested in us as well. Let's them know that uh, that that we are getting the word out for their product. We got to listen, your boy, one hundred Wednesday, three p.m. Eastern. I've made a lot of promises that I'm probably not even going to come through with. I mean, why? Why do it? But Alex, what do you got going on this week? Oh man, just uh, like I said, trying to track down. I, I got the snowman head, and I will be wearing it on. On an episode of the Fightful Podcast sometime in December, I've got a snow, a Frosty the Snowman head. It's pretty awesome, but i got to track down the, the bodysuit so I can walk in this damn parade on Saturday. I think we need video of this. If it happens. It's supposed to pour down rain. In, in that case, oh, I know. As if things couldn't get any, any worse for Milwaukee these days. 
yeah. after Raw last night. Uh-huh. Guys, thank you all so much. Follow Alex at Palowski the board. Follow me at Sean Rossap. Follow us at Fightful Online. I am so excited for listening, your boy, 100, 3 p.m. Eastern. Might be up a little bit later on podcast platform, a lot later, because the way that we stream it, the encoding takes a little bit longer, but uh, worth checking out. Listen, your boy, 100, 3 p.m. Eastern. Thumbs up, subscribe. We're out.